Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the dude. Are you the type of person that's looking to build your liquor collection in your own home? Then go to Country Wine and Spirits Online Liquor Superstore. But check this out. They've also got a monthly vault membership. It's an exclusive offer. What does a monthly membership tips Country Wine and Spirits give you? Well, I'll tell you. You get free two to five business days ground shipping on all your orders over 50 bucks. Special offers, free mystery vault gifts in every shipment. And if you sign up right now, it's only $19.95 a month for the first three months. And if you sign up for this membership, you get 10% off site-wide on every purchase, including sale items. Plus, as a special with Hey Bartender podcast, you get the 10% off if you join the membership. But if you use Hey Bartender 5, you get 5% off your complete purchase. So you're getting 15% off your entire order if you sign up for the membership, plus use Hey Bartender 5 coupon at check out so go to cwspirits.com sign up for the membership get 10 percent off your entire order free shipping over 50 dollars. plus remember to use coupon code heybartender5 for an extra five percent off you can't beat that deal go to cwspirits.com Welcome back to really the Hey Bartender Podcast. Is it still too loud? Uh, oh, well. Give it a second here. It'll fade out. Uh, I'm your bartender for the evening. I am uh, the dude, or you can call me Anthony. We th- uh, you know, after 260-some-odd episodes, I think we're past calling me dude. You actually know my name by now. Yes, that's right. I'm Anthony. So how's everybody doing tonight? Let's sit back. Let's relax. Let's have a, uh, have a little com- bit of a conversation. Why not? I mean... I really haven't done one of these solo things for a little while and just sat down and talked with you guys. Uh, well, it's a one-sided conversation. Really sorry about that. But, uh, you know, it's sometimes good to get back to the roots because uh, that's how this show started. Just uh, me talking to you. That's all it is. And uh, as much as I love having guests on the show, uh, it's yeah, every once in a while you need to, you know, just sit back and relax a little bit. Um Let's start off the show with saying that if you want to be a guest on Hey Bartender Podcast, just remember, all you have to do is contact me, either on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all of them are at Hey Bartender Podcast, or you can email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com. I am always looking for guests to be on the show, anybody that has to do with the service industry, uh, bartenders, servers, uh, I'm still chomping at the bit one of these days to get a uh, flight attendant on this show because I think they would have really uh, cool stories about being uh, being in flight and serving uh, pre, uh, pre-made food and drinks to people. Um, it's just something I'm curious about. So if you guys uh, want to help me out, you know somebody, tell them, hey, 
Email uh, Hey Bartender Podcast. Get on their show. You've got some great stories. I uh, would really appreciate that. So, uh, the official start of Hey Bartender Podcast is we always do a drink special. Now, if you guys follow me on TikTok, remember I, at Hey Bartender Podcast, I did a drink special just recently that was given to me from one of my colleagues at my day job. And uh, I was joking around with him uh, right before Halloween. And I told him, hey, do me a favor, steal some Butterfingers and send them my way out of your uh, kid's collection. And uh, he laughed about that. I wasn't kidding, but he thought I was. It goes along with kidding around too much. Nobody takes you seriously after a while. But uh, he said, you know what? Uh, I'm, I know how to make a drink butter called, uh, that I call Butterfinger. And I was like, do tell. So what you're going to need is you're going to need a, well, depending on how big you want to make it, I mean, you can make this as a shot. You can make this, uh, a small, small glass, or you can, uh, make it in a full size, uh, uh, whiskey glass. That's totally up to you how much you want to drink that night. Uh, but the way I made it on TikTok is I took a bucket, filled it up with ice and put in one shot of chocolate liqueur, dark cream to cacao, then a shot of screwball peanut butter whiskey. And then right on top of that, it was, uh, was a shot of butter shots. And let me tell you people, it does taste like a Butterfinger. It does have that uh, little bite at the end from the alcohol, but it, going down, or once it hits your taste buds, you're like, I'm drinking a liquid Butterfinger. Oh my God, this is good. At least if you like Butterfingers. I mean, maybe you're more of a Baby Ruth kind of person. I don't know you. But uh, yeah, uh, Butterfinger, uh, the Butterfinger drink is awesome and you should totally try it. And if you want to see how it's made, check it out on my TikTok. You'll find it eventually. So special thanks to uh, Brian Carlisle, his slowly growing TikTok page. He is at man and his m-a-n-a-n-d-h-i-s uh he's got plans for that tiktok channel and i think some of you are going to dig it so um uh but he thank you brian thank you so much for giving me the drink called the butterfinger so anyway people i decided that uh for today's episode the last time i did this it did pretty well for me so uh let's do part two google's most uh, Googled questions about the service industry, uh, bartenders, servers. We'll change it up as we go. So uh, let's just type in on Google here, why are bartenders, and see what comes up. Why are bar- bartenders so rude? Well, that's kind of a, you know, does that really get uh, Googled a lot? Okay, uh, now this is something that I can probably talk about quite a bit because uh, anybody who follows me on TikTok a while back, I put a video up there that was from a girl on her 21 run. I've talked, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it quite a, uh, quite a few times on this podcast. Um, what, a quick recap on that, uh, girls on her 21 run. She comes up to the bar, asks for a strawberry daiquiri. I hate using blenders, but I, the whole time I kept my, uh, kept a smile on her my face because it was her 21 run you know you don't want to uh uh well maybe i did but you know don't want to discourage the kids you want them to come in have a good time maybe develop a regular plus she was really good looking and problem problem was she knew it anyway 
Um, so, uh, I give her the strawberry daiquiri. I didn't say a word to her, I, but in my head it's like, God, I have to clean this thing now. And <laughs> bitch moan, complain, but customer never knew I was complaining cause I had nothing but a smile on my face. So, uh, couple minutes later she got him maybe a quarter of the way down and says excuse me but is there any alcohol in this and i said well yeah a shot of rum strawberry mix well yeah that's how you make it said, well when i make it at home i can taste the alcohol and that set me off because uh well <laughs> that was one of the funny things about that video is because some of the people were commenting it's like wait a minute she wasn't 21 yet and she was already drinking oh dear lord yeah, come on. Just some, some people, do you live under a rock? People experiment with alcohol before they turn 21. That's how most people get through part of high school and most of college. But she came up to the bar and complained about uh, that she couldn't taste the alcohol on her drink. So for her 21 run, I made her something a little bit special. Uh, some of you know it as the West Coast TD, vodka, Southern Comfort, Yukon Jack, cranberry, and pineapple juice. Whip that up for her. She made a, did maybe a, third to a halfway down the glass and she was done for the evening she had to go home uh and uh you know it kind of made me smile a little bit and it's just like okay okay kid now you're learning about alcohol you know it's no longer just something fun you do with the, uh, your friends on the weekend and time to learn how to drink responsibly but at the end of that video uh i mentioned like be nice to your bartender Otherwise, he can make your night end a lot sooner than you want it to. And I got, it's my most popular TikTok video ever. It's got 1.9 million views right now. And people are commenting the fuck out of it. And some comments are pretty cool. Some people are like laughing. It's like, yeah, don't fuck with your bartender. Or, and some people were like, I actually prefer drinks where I really can't taste the alcohol. But some of these people like, holy shit. Uh, they're calling me pretentious. They're calling me rude. They're calling me an asshole. Uh, and you know, it, it, you know, it's based on a true story and, uh, you know, I, it did actually happen. I'm not going to lie about that, but if you're a customer and you walk into a bar and the bartender, you realize that the bartender is rude to you, uh, there's thousand and four different reasons that the bartender could be rude to you. Let's start with the things that aren't the customer. Maybe the bartender's going through something. Maybe they just had a breakup. Maybe they just uh, had a hard day moving or, you know, there's uh, literally anything in this world that can put a bartender in a bad mood. Sometimes when I worked, I could come in to work in a great mood. And then a customer does or says something, and my night is fucked for the rest of the night. I can't snap out of it, I, and or the manager had a talk with me, or and and uh, but you know it's not it wasn't bad enough to make me think I don't I'm not cut out for this uh, this type of job I shouldn't do this anymore because I loved bartending, and uh, but sometimes things happen. Before that certain customer shows up that decides this guy's a dick or this, this girl's not being very nice. You know, I found out most of the time that most of the time when a guy says that a female bartender isn't very nice, that meant they got shot down and they just decided to go, well, maybe she, uh, well, she's just being a bitch or something like that. And no, 
uh, she, you got shot down for a reason. You need to figure out why. Well, probably most, uh, mostly because you were sloppy drunk and going, hey, baby, let me take a grab of those things. No. No. In fact, I remember there was this uh, one girl. She worked at a Chinese restaurant bar. Pretty blonde girl. Uh, she was really cool. Uh, but one night she had two customers come in, two guys, and they all of a sudden, I know where I've seen you before. You, you were at this strip club. And she immediately, uh, turned red because she was a little bit ashamed of that. And I don't know why she was ashamed of it. A job is a job. You needed money. That's a job. There's money there. Go get it. But uh, if, if you're, I'm not saying that you know, if you need money, go be a stripper. Uh, I'm not saying that at all. But sometimes you got to take take the jobs that you need so you can pay the bills. And uh, you know, some of you, I don't know. Some of, are you? Some of you probably thinking right now. Well, would you be a stripper? No, because I would have to pay the people. Uh, you know, I'd have to pay them to watch me strip. It wouldn't be cost efficient at all. But she talked to. Um, me and my friend Shannon about it. She goes, these guys came in and talked about, and they wouldn't let it go. So I had to 86 them. And a little bit later on, I ran into those guys and, uh, uh, they mentioned being in that restaurant and the, uh, bartender was, uh, oh, the, I hate the bartender there. She's such a bitch. And I was like, why she shut you down. And uh, one guy started laughing and the other guy didn't laugh. And he goes, Oh no, we, uh, we recognized her from somewhere. And I said, yeah, you told her she was a stripper. And I said, dude, that was just fucking rude. I mean, most of the time, uh, unless they're on OnlyFans or TikTok, I guess, uh, they don't, uh, at least back in the early 2000s, they didn't want people to know that they were dancers at an exotic club. So you just offended her and you started announcing it to everybody and she didn't want that fact known. And you embarrassed her, you pissed her off, you deserve to be uh, kicked out. What's wrong with you? I mean, you, odds are you might have had a chance with her up until that point, but no, they really didn't. But what I'm trying to say here is, people, that sometimes bartenders and servers can be, uh, yeah, what's the word I want? Uh, they can be uh, assumed to be rude or pretentious or something like that. But you don't know what they're going through before they started that, sh that shift that day or what happened during the shift. What's going on in their lives? And, you know, there are reasons. Yeah, everybody has a bad day, but for some reason they expect bartenders and servers to be Disney princes and princesses. Uh, you know, nothing but smiles, song in their heart. Ugh. But on the customer side, why are bartenders so rude? Uh, they make the assumption that they're, you know, we are, uh, uh, we are their servants. That's the title, server. And we have to be nice. We have to, uh, uh, you know, go along with anything that they say because they are paying your paychecks. Now, they're doing that to police officers nowadays, too. But the point I'm trying to make is they, they don't care about your problems. They don't care about your day. All they want is what they want and how they want it immediately. And... Uh, and they just assume that you're being rude or pretentious that uh, if you don't smile or if you get upset 
Because, uh, you know, I bet you half the people on Yelp that complain about a bar uh, were drunk and just decided to completely uh, kill that bar, you know, give them a horrible review, half a star, zero stars, negative two stars, but I don't know how Yelp works, just because uh, they felt like they had bad service. And the reason why they had bad service is probably because they were drunk and got uh, 86 or, um, maybe even, uh, cut off and it's just, what? Oh no, I'm not drunk. I drink twice this and I, uh, I can drive home just fine. Uh, uh tell me how many people have heard that before, but yeah, uh, you know, servers, bartenders out there don't take it personal. Yes, we can be rude from some, t- uh, sometimes, but most of the time, it's it's not because of us. It's because of the customer or what we're going... Because the customer doesn't understand that we are not Disney characters. Well, maybe if you worked at Disney, you you, you are. But not, not all of us work at Disney or Universal Studios or any other theme park that has alcohol there. And uh, they just don't understand that we're human beings too, where we come out... The customer is always right, and we're smiling. We're happy to serve you, and sometimes there's just a weight on our shoulders where we just can't pull all of that off. And does that mean you should call in to wor- uh, work that day? I got a. Uh, I uh, I'm in a bad mood today. I can't work. Uh, that's not a reason to call in work if I was the manager. Uh, call in to work uh, if I was the manager. Um, but uh, you know, as if I were a manager of a restaurant, I'd probably. Uh, say say to you, what can we do to make your life better? Uh, so so that you can cover your shift, you know, so I don't have to call around and get somebody else to come in. Point is, people that have never worked in the service industry and uh, in their lives and just don't understand, we're humans. Uh, bartenders and servers are humans too. Sometimes superhuman because we have to deal with you. That's what I have to say to customers. Now available at CW Spirits, Bake Sale Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough Liqueur. With the holidays starting up, it's time for you guys to start thinking about how you're going to stock up your bar for your parties. Bake Sale Chocolate Chip Cookie Liqueur contains 12 pouches of their award-winning chocolate chip cookie liqueur. Each tear-open pouch contains one and a half ounces of Bake Sale a 40% alcohol liqueur that tastes like cookies because it's made from thousands of pounds of real chocolate chip cookies. Some of my favorite ways I like to enjoy it is just a straight shot because it's cookies. Come on. Mix it with coffee. Uh, Pour it on a scoop of vanilla ice cream. You will not be disappointed. Imagine handing your guests a pouch of chocolate chip cookie flavored liqueur and everybody smiling and having a good time. Available at cwspirits.com. Use code HEYBARTENDER5 at checkout for 5% off. Hey bartender. Okay, moving on to other questions. Uh, why are bartenders so hot? <laughs> Come on, isn't it obvious? Um, why are bartenders so attractive? See the answer before. Uh, pretentious, entitled, called mama. I don't know that one. Why are bartenders alcoholics? Not all bartenders are alcoholics. You're talking one that's not. 
uh, honestly, I, you know, um, I don't drink. I, uh, revealed that in a, a TikTok I did earlier. If some of you, uh, follow my TikTok and you see me, uh, do drinks, I don't drink all, all of it. I, uh, and never do. I never just say, well, I just finished that video. Might as well sit down and watch Tosh.0 and, uh, drink this. No, I don't, um, uh, uh, most of the time, uh, I will drink it just to get a taste of it, to see how, you know, see if it's good, see if it's worthy of telling you guys, but, uh, I don't drink the whole thing. That's why I, I normal most of the time do straw tests because I don't do well with alcohol. It's not because I think it's bad for you or somehow a slight against God. I'm just bad at it. I never developed a tolerance, uh, like most people did before they turned 21. Um, and so, uh, and I'm, uh, my birthday actually is, uh, November 18th. Uh, anybody listening to this can write that down, uh, w- willing to accept presents, cash, whatever. Um, I'm not an alcoholic. Uh, there are plenty of bartenders that I know that are not alcoholics, but there are a few bartenders that I know that are functioning alcoholics. Um, and, uh, it, it, you know, being an alcoholic and working behind the bar, that would have to be tough. I can only imagine that I don't, uh, cause since I don't drink, I can't really give a, a good answer on that because we, most, most bars in the United States, uh, you cannot drink behind the bar. Sometimes, uh, some States, I think they do allow it or even certain counties, but, uh, no, that's uh that was never allowed when I bartended in Oregon. But one drink after your shift, uh maybe two, an alcoholic it does not make you. Uh I mean some people have to realize out there that alcohol is a beverage. It's something to enjoy. I mean just because they drink a beer or choose to have a shot uh, as their shifter or go home and maybe have a beer and want unwind in front of the TV. Then, uh, that doesn't make them an alcoholic. Um, now I don't, I will not speak for every bartender out there, but a lot of my friends, it was just a way to widen down at the end of the night, just like every customer they'd served, uh, since their shift started, they got off work. They decided to go to the bar, have a few drinks and then go home because now they're relaxed. But, um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not saying that bartenders absolutely are not, never will be alcoholics. There are probably some that are fight, uh, fighting with that right now, but, um, yeah, just to assume somebody's an alcoholic just because they work behind a bar, um, that's just ignorant. Okay. Let's change this up a little bit. Why do restaurants? Let's type that in. Okay, what comes up here? Why do restaurants throw away food? Uh, I think that's pretty obvious. I mean, they can't serve bad food. That would be against health codes and stuff. They can't reserve food that has already been eaten. Nobody would want to eat there then. Uh, I mean, a lot of the food, it's once it's cooked, it's pretty much after it's served, after about, oh, I don't know, maybe a half hour or something like that, the food's pretty much ruined. And to give uh, scraps to, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, like give soggy 
vegetables or uh, half-eaten steak or half-eaten lobster tail or something like that to a um, uh, to a food bank or something like that. That's just disgusting. Um, it's not not so much that the restaurant uh, wants to waste that food; just some people don't finish their food. Now, when you're talking about like fast food, there is a timer. And that that's also for your health where uh, like when I worked at McDonald's, the food could sit there for a certain amount of time under that heater, but they've got to get rid of it after however, uh, however long it was. I don't know. I, I haven't worked in fast food for 25 years, but uh, wait longer than that. God, I'm getting old. I'm turning 46 on November 18th. Yeah. But, um, you know, the food can only be out for so long. Otherwise, it, uh, it's not healthy to give out to people. And I'm talking about fast food here. People don't think that's healthy to begin with. But, you know, it, you know, it starts developing bacteria on it. And so you got to throw away the food. Uh, or, or you want to keep, let's say you had something in the deep freeze and you just found it and it was, and it's been there for a month. Then you're dealing with things with freezer burn then it's not going to cook right. It's going to taste terrible. So you have no choice but to throw it away. And how can you, in good conscience, give food that you know is bad to uh, like a food bank or some uh, homeless person out on the street? That's just not right. Okay, next question. Why do restaurants charge a service fee? Now, that's a question for the ages. Um some restaurants automatically put a service fee on the customer's bill. Uh, I don't know if any of you work at it. Uh, maybe one of you can email me sometime about it uh, and uh, explain to me exactly why. Uh, you know, back when I was in high school, uh, my uh, my class, or well, the music department took a trip to San Francisco. We uh, performed in various different places. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, one night, uh, some of the girls were like, hey, you guys want to go down to the restaurant and have ice cream with us? And we were like, me and the boys were like, hell yeah, let's go. We go down, and automatically that server, it felt like he hated us. I don't think he wanted to deal with kids. Uh, he was gray-haired. We were well-behaved in my mind. Of course, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Um, But we were quiet. We had our ice cream. And then when he gave us the bill, I saw that there was an automatic gratuity service charge on it. And I was like, wait, what? And, uh, and I couldn't, uh, this was back when I was like 15, 16, I couldn't understand it. And I was like, uh, and it was an automatic charge for however much the Sunday was. And, uh, plus the, uh, plus the extra, what was it like? dollar uh dollar 25 or something like that and uh i was like well the guy was a dick uh you know i was 16 i didn't know any better i was tempted since he treated me and my friends so poorly i was tempted not to tip him at all but uh when i saw that there was a service fee on there this is speaking from a guy that actually uh is a bartender um or was a bartender uh I saw that and got a little annoyed and I'm like, why are you charging me uh, for that extra service? Now I can make up a whole bunch of reasons, but I'm not going to do that to you guys. Cause I'm, 
not here to, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm here to entertain. I'm not here to in, really here to inform. Uh, but if you work at a restaurant that has a service fee, please come on my show and somebody explain to me why there is a service fee, because I can only guess why there are service fees in restaurants. Uh, I mean, there are, uh, there have been guests on the show that have talked about where they had like a 20 top and the gratuity, uh, 15% gratuity automatically got added on to the bill and, uh, which, you know, 15% gratuity. I mean, if they planned on tipping more than you just hosed yourself, but, uh, you know, it's just to make sure that you get a gratuity because, you know, believe it or not, people, a lot of people don't under, don't know this servers and bartenders included. If one day I saw this happen to two different people, if one day the IRS decides to audit you, make sure that you have are reporting everything that you were supposed to report, they come down on bartenders and servers pretty harshly because of the tip situation. They know we're getting tipped, but they're uh, they don't know you know how much we're getting tipped because let's face it, when I was a bartender, I didn't report my cash. And uh, I only reported my credit card because that was traceable. And you know, I should maybe I shouldn't be saying this on a podcast. Maybe somebody from the IRS is listening. But that that was twenty years ago. But um, uh, if the IRS decides to audit you, they can say how much how much you've been making, and you show them all your um, check stubs. You show them you know all that stuff, and, and your W-2s, W-4s, all that stuff, uh, they can say, well, we really don't believe you. And since the average tip is 15%, we're going to take a look at your sales for the last three years. And whatever they deem on, uh, if they see a dollar amount come out for your sales, they automatically uh, take 15% of that and say, that's what you owe the IRS. Now let's see how much you've claimed. And if you only did like me, which is ballsy and, but not highly unpracticed and, uh, only reported your credit card tips, they'll see that. But then they uh, say, where's the rest of it? And say, that's how much you owe us. And so, uh, I guess, you know, the good piece of advice on that sort of thing, people is to, um, you know, make sure uh, that you have your taxes squared away and make sure you do them on time because the later you do them, the more likely you're going to get audited. But the service charge, I would really love to know more about that. Uh, the service charge, could it be going to the restaurant? Could it be going to part of the employee's paychecks? I don't honestly know. I can't give any answer to that. So, if you're in one of those places that uh, charges a service fee to every single ticket that goes out, uh, let me know. I would really love to know more about that. Let's look at what else. Uh, why do bartenders on Google? Uh, why do bartenders open cans? Okay, that's a simple question. Uh, basically, we have to open any beverage that we give to you before we hand it to you. Otherwise, we're uh, that's. Uh, illegal in most states. We can't just hand you a beer. Some beer, some bars can sell you liquor straight out, but all the bars that I worked at, 
you cannot sell somebody or uh, sell an unopened beverage to a customer. Um, it has to be opened it, uh, by the bartender and given to the customer. Now, uh, when it goes goes to the really nitty gritty details about that, it's a courtesy. I mean, you know, we're, it's part of our service. We open the beer for you. Here you go. So you don't have to open the beer. Probably safety too, because there are a lot of those people that like to uh, snap the uh, beer caps all over the place, and that could, you know, potentially hit somebody. You know, maybe uh, cause an injury or piss somebody off and start a bar fight. I wouldn't want that to happen. Uh, it's also, uh, you know, it's you know, it's it's a safety thing, it's a health thing. Plus, it's also just a courtesy thing. Yeah, you should just. Be happy that the, uh, that we do it because uh, we're serving you and doing uh, we're doing the job for you. Okay, next question: Why are bar, uh, why do bartenders call themselves mixologists? You know, I'm gonna uh, take a, a stand on my soapbox here for a second. I don't like the term mixologist. Uh, you're trying to make yourself sound bigger than you actually are. The the term, if you look in the dictionary, it actually says a person who is skilled at making cocktails and other drinks. You're a fucking bartender. And, you know, and just accept it because bartender is a long-standing, proud title. And what, you don't think yourself, uh, you're good enough, so you have to uh, add the mixologist at the end of it. We're not scientists. You know, leave that sort of thing to uh, the people that uh, are trying to uh, crack the human genome and stuff like that. We are bartenders. And bartenders is a badge that you should be wearing proudly. And uh, there's actually no difference whatsoever between mixologists and bartenders. We can all pour drinks. We all know the same drinks. We all create drinks. We know the stuff uh, as much as we can about the liquor that the customer is drinking. I don't like that term. You know, people come, people have come up to me and talked to me about the podcast. And so were you a mixologist at one time? And I look at him, I go, no, I was a bartender because I'm proud of that. You know, and you know, it's almost seems like a little bit of narcissism or vanity when people refer to themselves as mixologists. And, uh, you know, it's goes along with, uh, uh, people calling themselves sanitary engineers. You're a janitor. And it's, are, what are you not, you know, it's like, do you not take pride in who you are? It's like uh, you don't want people to you to know what you are. So you develop this huge title and call, make to try to make yourself sound bigger than what you actually are. Um, you know, is a guy, is a guy at a McDonald's a cook? Sure, is a guy at some swanky French restaurant a chef? They both do the same things, except well, you know, comparing McDonald's—that's fast food. Let's. Uh, uh, would you refer to somebody at? Oh, what's another corporate restaurant to, that I can pick on? Outback. Um, are they cooks or chefs? Let's see what's. A, What's the difference between a cook and a chef? Let's see. The chef sometimes makes the menu. Well, when you work at the Outback, the menu is there for you automatically. 
uh, your head of the kitchen, you're yelling at people, hey, get that uh, soup out there. Hey, uh, they do that same thing in, uh, at the Outback. And it's like, where the hell's my uh, roast pork? Or not, I don't think they sell roast pork there. But you, you get what I mean. Um, the, just, the term mixologist, it just sounds so narcissistic to me. No, I, I was a bartender for crying out loud. And I'm proud that I was a bartender. I tell people all the time, I'm a bartender. And then they say things like, hey, can you hook me up with some free drinks? Go to hell. But, um, ooh, let's look uh, at this answer that Google has for it. Uh, is there a difference between a bartender and mixologist? For example, a bartender typically pours drinks that the customers order, including beer, wine, and mixed drinks. In contrast, a mixologist focuses more on cocktail with an emphasis on creating a unique or new drink rather than making classic ones. Okay. Um, no. Uh, yeah, I still don't like the term mixologist. I mean, bartenders can create too. Uh, and, you know, it. a lot of big uh, bars, uh, expensive bars, ones in like hotels, or you see, uh, uh, you know, that the bartender's wearing a... Um, a bow tie or something like that. They are so concentrated on liquor costs that you can't experiment. You have to get go home, buy your own liquor, and create at home. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, in fact, if you got a liquor collection at home, like most of the uh, guests that I've had on this show, create. But some of us don't have the money to do that sort of thing. Some of us don't have the resources to do that sort of thing. And I bet you a lot of mixologists don't either. And so they're sitting there, and I bet uh, I even bet you that these people that refer to themselves as mixologists, where they say they create new or unique cocktails, you know, about 9 out of 10 times, I bet you they just uh, created an old one and gave it a new name. I don't have anything against mixologists, people that call themselves mixologists. I just think it's kind of a pretentious title. You're a bartender. Bartenders, and there's literally no difference between mixologists and bartenders. This answer that it says that uh, bartender typically pours what the customers ask for. Mixologists do that too. And mixologists create newer, uh, newer unique drinks. Bartenders can do that too. We, uh, that was kind of the thing about uh, the drink specials uh, uh, at many of the bars that, or a couple of the bars that I worked at. The drink special was up to the bartender. What do you want to pour that night? Now, uh, sometimes we took an easy out and made a special night where like it was like Thursday nights. Every Thursday night was cheap shots of Jaeger and Long Island iced teas for cheap. Uh, but other, other than that, most of the time, he's well, what do I want to do for a drink special day? I've got an idea. I'm like the drink that I told you at the beginning of this episode. I would totally use that as a drink special. Um, and, you know, people always look at the board and say, what do you got on special tonight? And so, and then they would look at it and go, Butterfinger, what's that? And you know, Well, why don't you give it a shot? And uh, that's how we get these new drinks out there. There's no difference between a bartender and mixologist. Don't, you know, get over yourself. Von Payne is made for those who want to explore the possibilities of the night. Different, unique, and not like the others. 
founded by people who live on the fringe of the alternative communities enjoyed by all. Von Payne Black Whiskey features a one-of-a-kind heavy metal gargoyle pour spout that is guaranteed to capture the attention of anyone around you when you pour a glass of this deep ruby red blended whiskey. This is a premium blended whiskey infused with natural black currant. At 45% ABV, you will experience many levels of wow factor from the look of the bottle itself, the metal gargoyle, and the great taste of the black currant with the blend of their whiskey. Von Payne Black is now available at CW Spirits. Remember to use code HeyBartender5 for 5% off. Moving on, now that I've probably alienated all mixologists that listen to my show. Uh, Let's see, what do bartenders make? None of your damn business. Uh, What do bartenders make an hour? None of your damn business. What do bartenders get paid? None of your damn business. Uh, What do bartenders use to mix drinks? Really? Somebody had to ask that? I'm not going to even dignify that one. Why do bartenders rinse beer glasses? You really have to ask? That's actually a highly asked question on Google. Yeah, it's all about cleanliness here, people. We got we need a clean bar, and who wants a beer glass with lipstick on it that isn't theirs? Why do bartenders? Ah, oh, this is uh, this is an interesting one that I can probably uh, uh, talk about just a little bit. Uh, flare bartending. Yes, somebody is asking about flare bartending. Uh, the fact that it gets asked tells me that uh, uh, the you know people are asking why do they do it? What's the point? Um, or maybe some bartenders out there, some of you out there, are trying to learn how to bartend, so you Googled it. Um, now, flare bartending for those of you who uh, don't know, which shouldn't be any of you, is a way of entertaining your customer. You flip the bottles around. You uh, you manipulate your bar tools. You you're basically you're putting on a show for the person that is asking for a drink. Now, uh, my my whole thought on that is you won't see that very often in regular bars. TGI Fridays used to be known for that. In fact, that was the basis for the movie Cocktail, which to this day I still watch that and see all the liquor uh, flying out of the bottles as Tom Cruise is, uh, you know, flipping the bottles around. I'm thinking, boy, if their manager nowadays, they'd probably be freaking out over poor costs right now. And plus, he's running uh, in that one scene, he was running something like 12 wide and 5 deep or something like that. You don't have time to do flare bartending when you're that busy of a bar and everybody's cheering, everybody's happy, but nobody's getting their drinks. There had to have been... At least 75% of those people standing at the bar that were like, um, excuse me, can I just get a rum and Coke? You know, nothing fancy, you know, please. But it, TGI Fridays doesn't do that anymore. The most likely place that you would see flare bartending, I mean, real flare bartending, is most likely in Las Vegas or at a, very, at a, uh, at a club, a high-end club possibly. Uh, you wouldn't see that in a regular bar. I mean, true... Yes, I know, I worked in the mom and pop stores, but every once in a while, I uh, flip the bottle in my hand, try to be careful not to spray vodka across my chest. It it happened, 
But, you know, I would do things that could be considered flair, like taking my bottle opener, uh, flip it around like a gunslinger and slap it into my pocket. Um, and, but, uh, flair bartending is just a way to entertain people. Um, uh, I really don't see in most common bars, uh, people having the patience to wait for the guy to put on a whole show just to make a vodka crayon, or maybe they wouldn't do a vodka crayon, maybe get fancy with the Spanish coffee and create flames and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, it's showing off. It's being a new way of for the bartender to entertain somebody. It's really not that special to me if you ask me. But if you're one of those people that wants to be a flair bartender, that wants to impress your, uh, impress your, uh, customers uh because you know pre-flair bartending it was basically make a really fancy looking drink and have the waitress walk around the bar and people look look at it going "Ooh, that looks good uh or you know moving up to the bartender telling jokes uh there's this one guy that on tiktok that uh he does magic tricks for his uh for his customers i've got to get him on the show i want to talk to him so bad but um the key the absolute key to flair bartending is practice, practice, practice. And when you feel like you've got it, practice some more. Be, and don't do it with real bottles. Don't do it with full bottles. Um, don't practice at work um, because if you're practicing at work, odds are you're going to drop the bottle. If the bottle breaks, uh, yeah, you just cost your, uh, cost your bar some money for your entertaining mistake. I'm sure the customers love it. They, they probably clapped for you, but that you have to explain to your manager that you went through uh, two bottles of vodka in a night, and, but you only sold uh, the cash amount for maybe three quarters. And plus, if you're you know being fancy with your shaker and stuff like that, and it drops on the ground, it makes that really loud. Ting, 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 ting. Uh, make sure you wash it uh, uh, because you just dropped it on the floor and... Uh, you know, you've been walking on all night. You've been spilling stuff on all night, food. You're not due to uh, sweep it up until after your shift. So, yeah, make sure you clean your uh, your shaker before you uh, do anything else with it. But practice at home. Um, and you don't have to practice with real bottles. There are bottles available. You can find them on Amazon. Practice flare, uh, flare bottles. And, uh, you know, do the flipping at home. Uh uh, I, I never did the, uh, did too much of the bottle flipping because the bars that I worked at, the ceilings were too low. Uh, and, um, one of the, uh, one of the places that I bartended, it was for banquets and, uh, you know, they weren't really encouraging that because they were really paying attention to liquor pours. But, um, there are fake bottles, plastic bottles that you can buy on Amazon. Buy those. They're not incredibly expensive and go home. Maybe start outside, you know, have your table set up, do your flips, the behind the back shit and uh, do all that stuff and choose your moments right when you're bartending. If you got uh, if, the only advice I can give you on that, unless you are the designated flair bartender for that night, the, the bar hired you just to be a flair bartender, choose your moments uh, right. Because you don't want to do flair and take a long time to make a drink. 
and you uh, you've got three people wide, five people deep. You know, the some of those people want their uh, drinks and now, and you know, and you're wasting their time and their uh, their fun because they have to wait forever for you to uh, make some you know be entertaining. You know, some people just want a drink, so you know, uh, choose your moments wisely. I mean, I'm not knocking flair bartender. Uh, Truthfully, when I was in my 20s and I was bartending, I probably would have done more flair bartending, but I didn't put any practice into it. A lot of the time, uh, I did it to show off, usually for a girl. Um, uh, But uh, I found that it just took too much time and there was too much risk of breaking stuff because I, you know, I there were there was one time I pulled a pounder glass out of the freezer. I I did like I do. Every single day, almost every single beer that I uh, poured, I flipped it over in my hand, caught it, and then put it up underneath the tap and started pouring. Some people thought that was pretty cool until one time uh, I flipped the uh, flipped the glass over and I lost control of it, and smash all over the all over the ground. Now, the big problem with that uh, that I had to deal with, it, which slowed down the bar immensely. Uh, was that glass got everywhere. And if glass got everywhere, it also got into places that you don't want it to or you uh, you didn't see. And so not only did I have to sweep up all the glass that was behind the bar, but I also had to drain the ice, uh, uh, the ice bin just to make sure that I wasn't giving any cracked glass because I don't know where all the ice went or where the, all the glass went. So just to be on the safe side, uh, drain out the uh, ice bin, make sure it's nice and clean, and then put new ice in. Or if you got another well, just uh, cover up that ice bin for the rest of the night and then uh, serve drinks from the other well. But it, it's all about safety here, people. I mean, uh, there was one night where I dropped a piece of glass and uh, a shard went right up into my forearm. And, you know... Truthfully, it probably needed stitches. I just took it out by hand, threw it on the ground, pissed off because but there was a, I, I was stupid enough to drop a glass and a piece of ice was or a piece of glass was in my arm. Wouldn't that piss you off? I just pulled it out of my arm, threw it on the ground, and realized that my bar didn't have a first aid kit, so I had to use scotch tape and a couple bar napkins to make sure I didn't bleed all over the place, which I didn't. It was um, it was a pretty deep cut that probably did need stitches, but it wasn't bleeding a lot. Now, more of a puncture than a cut, but still, it didn't bleed. And luckily, it was closing time, so no customers saw me do it. And because, you know, uh, uh, I'm sure customers really don't like to see band aids on people's hands and arms while they're getting served food. Yeah, probably not. Well, anyway, people, uh, I think that's uh, that's good enough for this episode. Uh, remember people, if you want to be a part of Hey Bartender podcast, all you have to do is just message me one way or another. You can contact me on all my social medias, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, just look for at Hey Bartender podcast, all one word. You can email me dude at Hey Bartender podcast.com or go to my anchor FM channel. You can actually leave a voice message for me. And, uh, you know, if you just want, want to say something in, uh, uh, about the show or uh, you want to say a drink special that you made up, leave a message on Anchor FM and you will get used on the podcast. 
uh, it would be an honor for me to uh, get some messages on that because I've been running it for almost a year now. And uh, yeah, it, uh, it would be totally cool. I want more guests on this show. So uh, if you're a bartender server and you uh, just feel like talking about your life, you want to talk about a couple interesting things that you happened, some uh, some things that you might think that are important that other people know, like uh, there was a girl that I tried to get on the show that uh, was talking about that she uh, felt like she was marked, uh, you know, by, you know, tra- uh, traffickers and stuff like that. I want to talk to uh, somebody who's been actually through that because that's an important safety message that we need to get out there to all people that work in the middle of the night. So, um, uh, and, you know, I don't have the, uh, really the information or the clout in order to really talk about it, but I want to get the, uh, get those safety messages out there. Or if you just want to have fun and talk to the dude, you know, you're more than welcome. Hey, listen, people, uh, you know, I, you know, at the beginning of this year, I set a goal for myself last year by, uh, by the end of last year, I wanted, I set a goal. I want 10,000 downloads for this podcast. And I reached it by December 31st at 11.35 p.m. I reached 10,000 downloads. That was so cool. Um, This year, I set my goal for 20,000 downloads uh, for the whole year. And thanks to all of you that listen to this podcast, um, uh, I passed that. I passed that back in like March. And I was, so when I sat back and thought about it, I was like, holy shit, uh, you know, do I celebrate this goal or do I make a new one? So I made a new one, uh, because I I was hoping if I did that good, maybe I can do a little bit better. And so, uh, I set a goal for 50,000 downloads, uh, by the end of this year, uh, right now, uh, according to the analytics on anchor.fm, I mean, you know, before I do this stuff, I really should queue it up. Um, according to the analytics on anchor.fm, I am currently at 38,873 downloads for this year. Um, if, you know, this is a call to arms, people. If you can help me out reach my goal of 50,000 downloads by the end of this year, it would be greatly appreciated. I would not know how to thank you. I would not know what I could do for you guys uh, for helping me reach that goal, but it would be uh, totally awesome because uh, I'm about goals sometimes. You know, it's just, it's what helps keep me going. Uh, so two things I'm asking for you guys, guests on the show and uh, get me another uh, 11,000 uh, 11, and some change uh, downloads. I'd be grateful. But... Anyway, so uh, remember to shop CW Spirits for any of the liquor that you might find something you never have heard of before, but it is completely awesome. Uh, or you might find a better price of something that you find as an old standard. Go to CW Spirits and remember to use promo code HeyBartender5, all one word, at checkout. And you get 5% off your entire order. Plus, if you order over $125 worth of liquor, you get free shipping. It's a great deal, let me tell you. What do I suggest for you guys right now? Soda Jerk Root Beer and Soda Jerk Orange Cream. They are awesome. Great for shooters at holiday parties. Um, And there's just a ton of stuff on there. Go check it out. 
And thank you for helping me get to 27,000 followers on TikTok. It's been uh, pretty amazing the last couple months uh, how one day I'm, I've got uh, 978 followers with the help of my friends at CW Spirits. It, all, it went over 1,000. And then I make one video that I uh, about that I don't like to make uh, blended drinks. And all of a sudden, just wham, I got hit with another 26,000 followers. Thank you so much if you follow me on TikTok. If you don't, you really should. So you know the face that goes with the voice. Um, and I once in a while I just, uh, do some interesting things, say some funny things. You never know. Share, like, and subscribe to Hey Bartender Podcast. Uh, like I said, you know, I need more downloads. I need more followers. Be great. Uh, I'd be totally grateful. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell that guy down the street that makes weird noises. Like, <laughs> tell him. He might have an iPhone. You never know. Hey, did I mention my birthday's November 18th? I turned 46 this year. Uh, anyway, so that's it for Hey Bartender Podcast this week. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, remember, people, I wish you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness. And remember, don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. I think I need another drink. What do you mean it's let's go? I just go.